Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for starting the weekend with us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a uh, trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville at Brupolo in Tupelo. Be kind of weird if Brupolo was in Waynesboro. Do we want to go Brewsboro or Waynesboro? Which one is it? Brewsboro. Brewsboro. Okay, I can live with that. I think I think that's a that's a good idea. We'll go with it. Uh, but wherever you live in this great state of ours or in our country, you can get Strange Brew Coffee House delivered right to your door. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, place an order for shipping, and it'll be delivered quickly to you. Whatever kind of coffee machine you're working with, they've got you taken care of at Strange Brew Coffee House. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find maroon and white merchandise you can't get anywhere else because only College Corner has the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Whatever you're looking for to show your support for the Bulldogs, they've got it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell, where you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Startville's best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's not your typical Mexican restaurant. It's something much different, and it's really, really cool. A restaurant that nobody else has. It's unique to Starkville, and it's a great place to go every weekend. The weather's great. Sit out on the patio, have a margarita, have some chips and salsa, and have some tacos you can't get anywhere else at Humble Taco. Looking for a great decision for lunch? Well, I would tell you go to Firehouse Subs. Robbie went to Firehouse Subs just yesterday, from what I could tell. And uh, got a great-looking sandwich and makes it easy because all he has to do is go use his Firehouse Subs app, uh, place the order online, pick it up within minutes, and he piles up the reward points. Robbie will have a free sandwich quicker than you can imagine. So locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Florida and Madison. That's Firehouse Subs. Mississippi State LSU at Diddy Noble Field. That is always a hot-ticket item, always a great uh, series between those two old rivals should be big crowds this weekend. Weather going to be a little chilly on Friday night, but beyond that, should be good weather. Expecting to see a lot of people at the baseball stadium uh, this weekend for what is a crucial series for both of these teams, both sitting at four and five, both looking to get some momentum. In your opinion, Robbie, is this series bigger for one team than the other? I think it's bigger for Mississippi State. Um, you know, I, I just – I feel like this is – we, we talked about it yesterday, but I feel like this is really Mississippi State's crossroads here this weekend. Um, you lose this series, and you're really kind of staring down a, bar- a barrel there. So, I feel like they have to come out, play really well, and, and win this series. you got to get over the hump against LSU first and foremost, and you need to get some momentum here and get back over 500 in, in SEC play um, because – there, there are some winnable series down the stretch for the Bulldogs, 
but I feel like they're kind of on the verge of tipping one way or the other. I feel like a, a series win this weekend can really take this team to the next level. You get another good performance from those pitchers we talked about um, and maybe some really good starts from your starters too and your offense gets rolling. You start feeling a lot different about this team. So this is huge for Mississippi State um, to try to get something going. And I, I, I really think they need to win this series. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you uh, because, like we said in yesterday's podcast, these back-to-back home series, State, and, and we keep talking about the grind and how to get to 15-15, and 15, winning home series is just a huge part of that. If you lose a home series, it puts you in such a huge eight ball, behind the huge eight ball of needing to win two on the road to balance back out. So, And this LSU team, kind of an interesting team. You know, They stayed in the top 25 all year. I don't think they, outside of the Florida series, they haven't played really well at any time this year, and Florida's kind of shown that they were overrated as well. A lot of, a lot of overrated teams in the SEC. It's just, it's just Tennessee and Arkansas sort of carrying things right now. But, <laughs> yeah, we thought this was going to be like a d- dominating year for the league, and everybody's just kind of floating around right now, with the exception of those, those teams. And you feel like somebody – because we know that Vanderbilt is talented, Mississippi State is talented, Ole Miss is talented, LSU is talented. Somebody in this group is going to take off at some point. And it could be this weekend, could be a launching point. You look, Ole Miss is playing uh, Alabama. That's a series they should be able to win and, and, and you know get a little bit of momentum. Mississippi State and LSU, somebody's going to win this series and they're going ha- to carry some momentum forward. Uh, Vanderbilt this weekend... They are at Auburn. That's an interesting series because Auburn has been playing pretty well, and they are currently second in the West. So, you know, that, that would be a statement series for Auburn and give them a ton of momentum coming into Starkville next week. But this series with, with LSU, of course, you know, we all know the history of these two schools and, and the back and forth between them. Basically, they dominated SEC baseball in the 80s and 90s. Uh, State obviously fell off a bit uh, in the mid-2000s, but is now right back. There and now it's been LSU since they played for the title. Like it was at 2017 when they lost to Florida. Uh, they have it, they've been a little down, and obviously, this is the first year of the Jay Johnson era uh, at LSU. They I haven't been able to recover from losing Kramer's son. I mean, Kramer's Kramer, uh, Kim Mulkey's son screwed that up. Yeah, Kim Mulkey's son. It's okay. It's okay. Dang it. So 29 on the year, LSU four and five in the conference away from, Ti- uh, from Tiger Stadium from Alex Box. They are three and four on the year, two and two away, and then one and two uh, in neutral sites. This is a good hitting baseball team, as we sort of all knew that it would be into the season. Uh, hitting 307 as a team, they've got six starters well over 300, and then a second, uh, a seventh one is hitting 299. Uh, they're led by Jacob Berry, the Arizona transfer, and he's having the kind of monster year I think we all thought that, that he would, hitting 371. Nine homers, 30 RBI, slugging 655. K. Doty, 365, 14 doubles on the year for him and seven home runs. He's slugging 670. This team is slugging 539 as a team. Um, Dylan Cruz, eight home runs. Braden Jobert, 10 home runs. This is a power-hitting team. This is a team that if you make a mistake, it's going to end up uh, beyond the outfield wall. That is a scary proposition for a Mississippi State team that has not been pitching it particularly well over the well, over the course of this season, um, but you, yeah, like, but but I, I just don't think that state's problem is giving up too many bombs. I think it's just the fact that they're walking guys. 
that's been the biggest issue. Um, and, you know, maybe if they stop walking guys, they do give up home runs. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, I've, I don't – you know, last year's team, I worried a lot about that with, you know, some, some of the pitches that, uh, you know, Will Bednar were grooving there, especially at home. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I feel like, you know, if you, if you walk these LSU hitters, you're going to be in way more trouble than you would if you mm-hmm. just – Pitch them like you should, you know. Well, that's that's that, is, that that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it, like, is this that Mississippi State, like you've mentioned, has had a lot of issues walking guys. So maybe they're focused a little bit more on throwing the fastball over the plate. That becomes an issue because LSU can turn on those fastballs and and put them out of the park. Bad pitching news here. Just just broke uh, from Georgia. Jonathan Cannon out of the rotation this weekend. Strained muscle in the forearm. Robbie, we know. Oh. We know what that's code for. I hope he's okay, man. That is one of the top pitchers in the country. Uh, but that's a big yeah, blow to Georgia. We've, so we've well. got to figure something out about this. This it's an epidemic stuff. It is a I mean, real the best live pitchers, epidemic. The best pitchers in the game right now in college baseball mm-hmm. are all getting hurt. Yeah, I mean the top and, two guys preseason would have been what Tanner Witten, Landon Sims, both yeah. out for the year. Yeah, and then you know Peyton Paulette, who's mm-hmm. the top pitcher for Arkansas, is out now. Cannon, uh, ten- Tennessee's best pitcher was out for a while. Cannon, possibly. I mean, this is it's too much. We got to find a way to to fix this. I don't know what it is. I, don't, I, I you know, and I think it goes all the way down to travel ball and mm-hmm. um. At oh an yeah, early it age. starts I mean, back, in, just, back in the day. Yeah, I don't know a way to fix it. You know, we put pitch counts out on on high school sports. But that those aren't implemented in travel ball as much, so I, you know it's just a it's something that's a problem, and we got to find out a way to fix it. It's not it's not anything that's killing careers for these guys because they're coming back stronger. But I mean, Landon Sims is about to be out for twelve months. Yeah, I mean, uh, a, over a year, and uh, even even after that, he's going to have to work his way back. I mean, that this is it, it's not good for the game. No, you're you're definitely right about that. Let's go back to this LSU uh, report here. Like I said, being 307 as a team, 51 homers as a team, slugging 539 as a team. They, this, they're sort of what Mississippi State, we thought they were going to be, in that we thought State would struggle pitching, but they would be able just to hit the ball all over the yard. LSU's done that to the early part of the season. Can State heat up and do that? We'll find out. From a pitching perspective, you know, they haven't been outstanding. We'll just let's put it that way. And we'll talk about their defense, which has been the opposite of outstanding. 3.54 ERA, not bad, but neither one of their their two, you know, best starters, and that's Mikael Hilliard and Blake Money, are, are under a four, 4.34, 4.7 ERAs, uh, respectively, for them. Will Helmers has gotten a few starts for them, uh, five seven three ERAs, two and zero on the season. Their bullpen has been really good, but their their starting pitching has not been great. It feels like it's going to be a situation for Mississippi State where, and you talk about this all the time need to get out to quick starts in these games and put up some crooked numbers early. Yeah, no doubt. They need, like, the the first inning, they need to get a shutdown first inning from Preston Johnson on Friday night, mm-hmm. and they need to score, like, two runs in the first. Like, you need to you need to get, all, get off the horse first. You need to be able to uh, get out to that lead. You need, don't need to be playing catch-up in this series in any of these games. Um, get out to an early lead and sustain it. And that's what they did in 2019 with Ethan Small. He had a really good performance on the mound. They got out to that big lead, and LSU made a comeback, but 
it's a lot more difficult to make that kind of comeback when you get out to a big lead. So, um, you know, this this is a team that could really tighten up a game in a hurry, and they can put a game away in a hurry with their offense. State needs to pitch pitch it really well, and they need to come out and play well offensively too. Yeah, no question about that. So uh, I haven't seen an official release from LSU on this week's uh, rotation. I would assume it's going to be those three guys that, w- that we just mentioned, uh, but haven't seen, like I said, a- an official release. I'm looking for last week, last weekend's uh, release to see who, who, they, who they put out there in, on Sunday. Uh, can't find it, so whatever. Um, no, no word from Mississippi State yet, but I expect it to be the same uh, rotation that we've been seeing. Although, you know, we've talked about it in, in the past. This might be a, a week to move up Cade Smith because you're playing Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday next week. He's going to pitch on Saturday anyway. Maybe you go ahead and move him up a day and, and get him, you know, a little less rest this week. And he didn't, he didn't throw a huge number of pitches last week either, so should be okay. I don't know if they're going to do that or not. We'll see. Um, although, you know, I, 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 and we've talked about it, I've been torn on this, right? I like the idea of moving him up in the rotation because I think he's really good. At the same time, I feel like he gives State a distinct a distinct advantage every Sunday that they go out there because he's one of the best Sunday starters in, in the country. I guess we're sort of come to it now. If, if you were making that decision, if you were Scott Foxhall today, what's your rotation going into the weekend? He would at least be my Saturday guy, mm-hmm. um, especially this weekend because, you know, say they lose Friday night, I, I, want, I want him to give me a chance to even up the series – and then on Sunday, you piece it together, you have a chance to win the series. And if you lose with him on Saturday, then your best guy just got beat. But I just would hate to get to that Sunday game and he's and he's pitching and you didn't have a chance to win the series. Um, yeah, I agree know, with so, you. I mean, it, it, can go, it can go either way. I mean, you, you could say that on Sunday he's pitching against LSU's probably their worst starter. Mm-hmm. and he's going to give you the best chance to salvage a game because you're going to need to salvage it. But I just think that it's it's better for Mississippi State on a Friday or Saturday when they haven't been hitting starting pitching as well to have a guy that's going to keep it close for when it gets into the bullpen, you have a shot, just like they did against Alabama. Um, and I think Preston Johnson does that more often than not, but I think Cade Smith is your best guy. Mm-hmm. So either Friday or Saturday would be good for me. When you look at this MSU lineup, and I think you wrote about uh, Luke Hancock uh, today, that that's a, a big piece for Mississippi State. He is starting to to come around four home runs in his last seven games or something like that. I, I think that's the stat. Uh, has four, four home runs in the last three. Three games. I'm sorry. I'm selling yeah. him short. He's starting to, to, to get the bat going, and that's just a crucial piece for Mississippi State. We saw Cam James was hot before that, that Arkansas. The Arkansas series, I, I'm interested to see if that was just an anomaly for James, for Cumbus, and for Hines. They obviously had good games on, uh, on Tuesday against a, an outmatched UT Martin squad. But this LSU squad, like we mentioned, not the best pitching squad in the world. Those guys need to be, to be going this weekend. If you can get those guys going, now Luke Hancock is going. And Logan Tanner and Jaeger have sort of been going the whole time. Maybe you've got something offensively for this Mississippi State team. I keep going back to Friday's game, and everybody talks about Preston Johnson and how, how poorly it went from a pitching perspective. State scored one run. I mean, they, they could have yeah. lost. You know, they could have they could have held them to to to, to two runs and still lost. So offensively, they, they, they State haven't has got given him. 
Yeah, and in fairness to him, they haven't given him run support most of this year. Right. I mean, the, the comeback that they made against Alabama, they didn't do anything against the starter. They scored yeah. one or two runs. Yeah. So, State has got to be better against good pitching. They just haven't been good enough. Uh, it doesn't matter if they give up 20 runs. If you're scoring one or two runs, that's not going to give you a chance to win. Yeah. No, one right. or two runs is, is not going to win a game more often than not. Right. I mean, especially not this year for Mississippi State. Last year, with, with some of the pitching they had, yeah, they could probably have found a way to win some games, you know, 2-1 or something like that. This year, it, it's just not going to be that way. But And we said that back in, in, in January. We said, look, this is a team that has got a, you know, very, a lot of unproven pitching. They're going to have to mash to win some games. We talked to Lamonis about that, and he agreed with us. And State's inconsistency offensively is the main reason they have as many losses as they do. They just couldn't find their way at the plate. This weekend against the LSU squad at home, they need, they need to be driving the baseball into the outfield and getting extra base hits and moving the runners and scoring runs. If they can do that, they're going to be just fine. If they can't, then LSU – because I feel like LSU is going to do it. I feel like, and I keep saying this, I've said it every weekend, I feel, that these are going to be high-scoring games. That you know, The winner is going to have to have seven or eight runs on the board. Um, and if they don't, it, it's going to be tough. I, I don't see a lot of 3-2 games in this series. Uh, and I don't see them particularly for Mississippi State at all, especially not the next two weekends. Auburn can hit. We know Ole Miss can hit. Uh, Missouri has hit the ball okay this year, looking ahead. So State's got to get one through nine clicking a little bit. Uh, I'm interested to see who that nine is. I'm interested to see who that one is. Right now, you know, do you have any kind of feel for who's going to lead off and play center field for this team this weekend? No, I don't. I mean, we saw Drew McGowan back in this past week. Jess Davis was there against Arkansas. They moved Matt Quarter in there some for matchups. I just don't know that they've got to they've got to settle on somebody, and I don't. They just don't feel comfortable with anyone. I mean, there's there's nobody that's setting the world on fire offensively. The, most of them are good defensive players. I, I feel like Jess Davis is your best guy for that mm-hmm. spot. Um, just being able to get on base. Um, defensively, you know he's going to be solid. That would be who I would roll with. And, and maybe for matchups, quarter. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I get the feeling Drew McGowan might be there, but who knows? Yeah, and then at the nine hole, uh, sort of the same thing there with, with Leggett and Forsyth. I, I would expect to see both of them this weekend. Leggett had a nice game against UT Martin, had a home run. We've talked so many times that he just has a – he gives you a better opportunity. Neither one of them are great hitters, but he gives you a better opportunity to have extra base hits to, to, to put the ball out of the ballpark. With Forsyth, you feel like you're always going to get a single out of him. And defensively, I know he had an error last weekend, but it's the, the gap is just not that great between these two guys. Forsyth's very, very good defensively, don't get me wrong. But it's not like Leggett's just a human you know, wicket out there and the ball's just getting through him every time there's a ball hit to short. But I, I fully expect he made two, He made a couple of really good plays on Tuesday. Yeah, I fully expect Lamonis to, to alternate those guys this weekend, though. It's also yeah, funny you talk about matchups. It's not even a matchup thing. They're both right-handers. I, I just think that Lamonis, he wouldn't say this, but I just think that he feels bad about leaving uh, Lane Forsyth out of this equation because he's a great defender and he played, you know, he was in the College World Series 
and he was your guy down the stretch uh, defensively. It just I get the sense that he's it's kind of a loyalty thing to both yeah. of these guys, you know. I understand. I, I get that, but it, is, it just kind of is what it is. All right, let's move on into our uh, playmakers and predictions. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Hopefully this weekend you get a chance to brick the grill out if you're in the left field lounge, if you're at home, wherever you are, and we hope that you're putting some beef on the grill. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. A big ribeye steak, a couple of burgers, maybe a brisket on the smoker, whatever it is, beef is always going to be what's best. When you head to the grocery store, not only are you helping out your family, by providing a delicious and nutritious meal every time you buy beef, but you're helping out 15,000 of our beef producers here in this state. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Don't forget this weekend is their annual crawfish boil. You are not going to want to miss that. A good time will be had. Great crawfish, great times, live music, and right there in the heart of the Cotton District. You don't want to miss that all day on Saturday. Uh, at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. But if you're there any other day, well, then just order some food because it is fantastic. It's smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District. That's Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems makes it really easy for you because they offer great products and great service. And I know you're saying that everybody makes that claim, but not everybody delivers on it. Nobody has the selection that Advantage Business Systems does of all the products you need to keep your business going. But more importantly than that, nobody else is offering the service. These national companies, these big box chains, they don't have the ability to serve you the way that Advantage Business Systems does. They can't do it on a local neighborly basis. So if you're tired of getting the runaround, you need to call Advantage Business Systems. Number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. You were two for two last weekend on your playmakers. Really good. The guys that you said would make a, a difference. Can you do it again? Who do you have at the plate and on the mound making the difference for the Bulldogs this weekend? Uh, as you know, I had Luke Hancock last weekend, and I think he's still going to be good this weekend, but I can't go with the same guy two weeks in a row. No, no. Um, I need to change it up a little bit. Hunter Hines has really been struggling. Yeah, I, I don't. I, he had a home run the other day, but he's he has hit a little bit of a wall. I think he finds his way out of it. He's a different kind of guy. He's he's not a guy that I think is going to be a long term um, problem in the lineup for Mississippi State. I think he's one that he might go through a little slump and he's going to figure it out. So I'm going to go with Hunter Hines at the plate for State. I think he's going to hit, have some big hits, some big two out hits, maybe a home run or two that he sends out to right field. I, I really like Hunter Hines in this ball game. I think he, he's, 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 he's a, a big game hunter, man. He, he finds ways to get big hits in the big moments. And I think that's, what's going to happen this weekend. He's going to get it done. All right. On the mound. Pitching wise. Um, had Jackson Fristo last week out of the bullpen mm-hmm. and he came, he came through. I'm feeling something's happening with, Mikey Tepper. Oh, that would be huge to, for Mississippi State. I'm starting to get a little inkling. We saw a changeup, a sick changeup. If he's throwing that for strikes, that's going to be tough to hit to go along with his fastball. I think Mikey Tepper's starting to get it, Brian. And I think that this weekend he's going to come in later in a ball game, shut down the LSU order, and uh, help Mississippi State get a win in one of these ball games. All right. I like those picks. 
for me, I'll start on the mound. And you sort of hit on it when you were talking about this. It's, it's vital for State to get off to a fast start on Friday night and get, this, get the game under control. And that starts with Preston Johnson. Preston has been – he's battled. He's, he's competed, to use Coach Lamonis's favorite word. But he hasn't been as successful as he obviously would like to be. Needs to come out throwing strikes and getting this Tiger order uh, on the bench and not on the bases. I think he can do that. I think Preston Johnson can come out on Friday night and give MSU the kind of start it needs from the mound to get out to a quick lead and maybe hold on from, from there. So I'm going to go with Preston Johnson on the mound. At the plate, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of options uh, right this second. I think I'm, I think I'm going to go with Kellum Clark, though. Clark, is, you know, he, he started off so slow, then he was white hot for a few weeks there. Sort of settled down a little bit, but had a, a decent weekend at Arkansas and now had a, ho- a home run uh, against UT Martin. I think he carries that momentum into the weekend. Uh, LSU-Mississippi State is a series uh, that has a long and proud history of mashers on both sides of, 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 the, of the rivalry. I think Kellum Clark puts his name in the ledger uh, this weekend with a, maybe a couple of bombs. So I'm going to go with Kellum Clark and Preston Johnson. Prediction time, Robbie. This is a tough one. What do you got? It is a tough one, and I just I don't have enough faith in Mississippi State right now to win a big series. I, I think they're going to take one of these games um, tough, as it probably. stands. I just don't I, – I don't like the starting pitching. I don't like the starting rotation. The bullpen has not shown enough, and the offense has not been good on Friday uh, or Saturday most times, especially against starters. Until And, and they haven't been good against LSU at home. Until all that changes, I can't pick Mississippi State to to win this series. It's like it's it's like almost like picking Mississippi State to beat Alabama in football at this point, just because of what we've seen um, over the last almost twenty years. Well, Robbie, I know there was a long thread on Gene's page about me being positive on on Monday's show. Long thread about it. People were like, "Are we sure that guy's okay?" Maybe you need to check my temperature again because I'm going to take State to win this series. I'm going to take State to win two games. I think State can get the Friday and the Sunday game off the Tigers. Um, I think these are going to be good games, and I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth, be a lot of fingernails getting bitten and a lot of bourbon getting drank. But I think it's going to, I think it's going to go Mississippi State's way. They're going to get a little bit of momentum and, and take that into next week, into Super Bulldog weekend. Uh, I feel like State's going to get the Friday and the Sunday game uh, this week. We'll see what happens. This is a huge series for Mississippi State. If they win this series, you, you start fe- start feeling a little more settled about what you're doing postseason-wise. A loss in this series, like you're saying, and it goes back to what I talked about at the beginning of the show. Now we're talking about a road series where you got to pick up a couple of wins to be 15 and 15. That's going to be tough. It's just going to be tough. We'll see what happens. Should be a great weekend. They, go ahead. Go ahead. If, they, if they do lose the series, if you've been so positive, you're going right back to Mr. Negative and talk about how this team ain't going to make the NCAA tournament. I have never said that. You're, you're going to say that if they, don't, if they don't win the series. No, I won't say that if they don't win this series. And they lose next series, and then we can start talking about that. So I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear from any of y'all, but, oh, we're screwed. Hey, Dad, pick this. I don't want to hear it. Because the other half of the time, you're like, why are you so negative? You need to pick a lane, right? Either you're with me or not. So just, just go with it. <laughs> I got State winning two games this weekend. Huge weekend for Mississippi State. We'll recap everything on Sunday's podcast. Plus, Robbie and I will be at Davis Wade Stadium. We'll recap what we saw at the uh, first spring scrimmage 
of the year. Basketball recruiting, some stuff looks like it's starting to, to come into shape as far as the portal. Uh, football recruiting, there's visitors on campus. You just never know if somebody's going to pull the trigger for that, uh, plus a whole lot more uh, coming your way. Should be a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you're traveling to Starkville, please be safe. If you see Robbie and I out and about, please say hello. If you see Brandon Walker, please kick him in the shin, and we'll all have a great weekend. For Robbie Falk, oh, you got something to say? I was just going to say he would join other Starkville legends like Dak Prescott getting kicked in the shin. I think we should make it a tradition. If you're a Starkville legend, kick him in the shin. Yeah. So He's I a West Point you. legend, though. He's not, he's not a Starkville legend. Is it close enough? Close enough for government work? No. Okay, right, we'll go with that. Then. All right, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.